Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host Bestie. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm good now. Good. I know. I say now because earlier I was kind of like um, snarky. Snarky. As our friend Wendy likes to say. Yeah, you're a little snarky. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm using that word a lot more now. That's okay. We all get snarky from time to time. Yeah. It's okay to be snarky. As long as we don't stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just had my moment. Yeah. And now it's all done. Now you've had a couple cups of coffee. Yeah, that did perk me up. That so helps. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and some laughs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Laughs. Yeah. So I'm excited about our topic for the day. Yeah. Which is? Marriage. Yeah. And this and podcast s- is brought to you by? Oh, Puffin. <laughs> the people we're married to. That's right. Uh, for anybody that's just tuning in to our podcast, Catherine and I are best friends, and we do life together mm. as families, really. Mm-hmm. We've sucked them all into our web. Yeah. <laughs> and our husbands, Ron and Kenny, we have nicknames for them. Uh, Kenny is called Pooh, and Ron is called Muffin. And Kenny came up with the idea that they could be called Puffin. Yeah. <laughs> as a group. <laughs> Because we are Trey Cat. Yeah. Kenny's like, they're not the only ones who can be creative with yeah. putting words, names together. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. He didn't Puffin. say that at all. But yeah. It I sounds just... like something that came out of the 60s, you know. Puffin. <laughs> Puffin. All right. Whatever. So, um, gosh, I just said so again, and I'm trying to be mindful of that. Uh, I'm yeah. trying not to say so, so much. I'm trying not to say that, and also I'm trying not to um too yeah. much. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Listeners, we're doing our best. Mm, yes. Hang in there with us. Yeah. We're going to try to be mindful of that. Yes. Okay. If I say so, I want you to give me like a like a high sign. You do? Yeah. And if you say um, I'll give you one. Oh, I don't think that'll work. <laughs> don't do that to me. Because <laughs> I'll just... Okay. I never will, mind. I'll freeze. And I'll be like, well, now what? <laughs> okay. Lord okay. help us. Well, we could try that, I suppose. Okay. Well, we'll we'll just try. We're trying to be more mindful of these. I guess I don't know what you call those little things. They're almost like little, like giving your brain a chance to think. You know, it's just like a little yeah. nervous tick type of a thing. Yes. Well, that's funny that you say that because in the beginning, yeah, I had to s- stop going. Like that. Oh, right. But you don't do that anymore. I don't because I worked on it. Yeah. So, so then, good job. Right. And then I had other things I noticed in the editing process. I'm like, dang it, I keep doing that. You know, the um and, yeah. and the so. Well, um. we are saying this out loud to ourselves, to each other, and to our listeners just to say we're just trying to improve. So bear mm. with us. Maybe that could be a call to action for our audience. Let us know. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't even want me to give you a high sign. No, well, we- not during recording. Well, obviously they can't. <laughs> I know that. I meant in the comments. Oh, oh, oh. no, no. Mm. Only keep it, keep it all positive, please. <laughs> Our little hearts can hardly take it. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the topic of the day, which is marriage. Mm-hmm. We have three three takeaways, yeah. as we always try to with mm. our little podcast here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you some tips on conflict resolution because. Mm-hmm. Catherine and her husband have been married how many years? Uh, 29. 29 years. That's a lot of years. And my husband and I have been married for 32. 
So mm-hmm. collectively, what's 29 plus 32? <laughs> no, let's pretend like it's 30 and 30. It's 60. So then one less than that, 59. Okay, it's 59. Or 58. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez, let's round it up. We can't do it. <laughs> Coffee off card. It's roughly like 60 years. Excuse. Okay, so between us, uh-huh. we have roughly 60 years of experience. That's a lot of wisdom. It's a lot of experience. It's 60 yeah. years is a long time to be engaged in any any activity, any kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Marriage is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is and, a thing. And this is what we're bringing to the table today. 60 years-ish of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, second takeaway is staying power yeah we're gonna share with you some ideas on how to stick with it yeah have staying power we don't have all the answers folks these are just (laughs) these are we looked online we did plus like you said we're sharing sharing that came up with a new word (laughs) at least you didn't say so (laughs) i i know i was just thinking that yeah we're sharing right from our experience Mm -hmm. yeah and then finally, we're going to give you some food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. Some things to remember. Yeah. Just just uh, things to think about and to hopefully, um, I said, um. oh, <laughs> guilty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, but that's what happens when you're thinking. Like, obviously, this isn't scripted. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I go, obviously. Oh. All right. What are we going to give them? Food for thought. Things to think about. Yeah. So that your relationship can be better. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, we're going to share some scripture, which we always do. Call to action. Yeah. So what say you, Catherine? Hmm. Well, uh, I would say that we all have issues in our marriages, right? Yes. We all have um, struggles. Every marriage. I just said, um. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> we, yeah. All of us. We all have struggles. That's right. I just had a struggle this morning with... It really was myself. Well, it was with my hubby, but it was just, I was overtired. And so then uh, I was just, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to be. Right. Carry the fruits of the spirit all the time. Well, and that's the, the situation that we're all in as we continue on through life, especially in a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. We're just trying to put one foot in front of the other. But True there, that. There are days when you feel like you're driving in a snowstorm and everything's coming at you. All mm-hmm. those little snowflakes, you know, are coming at you at once. And when you're under a lot of pressure or stress or you're tired or you're hungry or you're just feeling emotional, mm-hmm. a little thing can kind of set you off. That's so true. And that's what happened this morning. Right. And under other circumstances, if you didn't have all that stuff, like if you had a really good night's rest and you had a full belly, <laughs> you know, and you weren't grumpy, yeah, you wouldn't re- react that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Well, one of the um, biggest problems that people have in general, not just couples, and mm-hmm. uh, is poor communication. Mm. Or um, every problem basically stems from some kind of poor communication yeah and i'm not just saying that that's on this link that i'm looking at it's on there somewhere i don't have it uh that particular sentence in front of me but that's that's well communication is very key in all of our relationships and it's difficult yeah i remember being in school and think and hearing that like being a young maybe i was in high school 
and somebody said something about, yeah, communication is the biggest issue as an adult. I'm like, what? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Mm. What do you mean? You talk, you hear, you're communicating. Yeah. But you didn't realize. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Because we make a lot of assumptions. Mm-hmm. And then there's risk there because we really don't know what the other person is thinking. But we can assume this and us. Well, right. And when you're a, a young person, you don't realize that in the future, you're going to have so many things and responsibilities pulling at you in every direction. So when you're with your spouse and you're trying to communicate something mm-hmm. or, or your spouse is trying to communicate something to you and you're thinking about this, you're thinking about that, and you're trying to unload the dishwasher or wash dishes while you know, he's trying to talk to you, mm-hmm. that's a communication problem. You got to be present. You got to be face to face. You have to take a moment to... Uh, show that you're listening we talk about listening a lot don't we? yeah we we do but that's a really important element of communication this is so true people want to be heard and i think you know one of the biggest when you were a kid cell phones weren't around so i think one of the biggest distractions today with you know that interferes with communication is when we're like on our phones and not really you know kenny and i talk to each other in the evening but we're both guilty of while we're talking to each other, one of us is like, uh-huh, uh-huh, combing through the phone. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? It's funny. I do it. But when he does it, I'm like, uh, what, what, what you looking at? <laughs> I point it out. Yeah. And, and then if it's something like a 12-year-old would be looking at, is it? <laughs> it's that much it more annoying. Is. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, we said that we were going to give some strategies. Right. And so for the communication problem, uh, one of the suggested things to do is to make an actual appointment with each other. And I feel like that sounds so corny, but there is a lot of value there when you do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And in fact... I do frequently say to Kenny, like, let's let's set some uh, like 10 minutes before we turn the TV on to get caught up with each other and um, maybe even pray or whatever. And so that is um, that's really helpful. I think that tip would be one that if you're in the middle of family life, if you have kids at home, mm-hmm. that is an, a great tip Mm -hmm. to schedule time for mom and dad to just have 10 minutes right even if you have to say to the kids get in front of your favorite whatever it is Mm -hmm. you know back in our day it was the tv that's the only thing we had when we were raising our kids right now it might be here you can have 10 more minutes of screen time or whatever Mm -hmm. but carve it out let the kids know this is mom and dad's time to talk to only each other Mm mm-hmm And you can even set a timer and then come back to the whole family and all the chaos and whatever. But if you don't do it, it gets away from you. It really does get away. Yeah. In fact, so much so that there's times where I'll think to myself, okay, I got to ask him, did he pay the garbage bill? We we have to talk about the garbage bill. We got to talk about the news. Kenny always wants to talk about the news. (laughs) What's going on in In the world? Yeah. Like we can do anything about it. Debrief me. Yeah. You know. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also you can't communicate without if you can't communicate without raising your voices it's it suggests to go to a public spot like the library i don't know about that um park 
or a restaurant where you'd be embarrassed oh, if someone wow. saw you screaming. So I, you know, I really thought about that one when I read it, and I thought that just seems a inconvenient. Well, but if you have a problem, then yes, that would be a good solution. I think that could be that could be a good starting point. And to definitely work on that, because obviously, if you're raising your voice with anyone, Mm -hmm. there are probably some pretty good indicators that some anger issues that one maybe needs to work on and cope with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I definitely see that as a thought. Mm -hmm. Ron and I don't have that particular issue. We don't yell at each other. Mm -hmm. And thank God. I grew up in a home where my parents yelled at each other regularly. So mm-hmm. they so they got into that groove. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe that is a groove that you get into and it's a way of communicating. And maybe it's not so bad, you know, in terms of you don't really mean like, you know, anything by it. You're mm-hmm. just, that's just the way that you communicate. That's the way you roll. Yeah, I would say Kenny and I, we, we, we raise our voices. Do you? Uh, we don't scream, but yeah. I, I shouldn't say it like that. Like we don't scream, <laughs> but that's. You're exactly right, though. Some people just roll that way. and it Yeah, just... so you don't want to make more uh, out of it than you need to. However, I mean, I think everybody who has an issue, an anger problem, an mm-hmm. anger issue, they know. They mm-hmm. know if they get out of control with their mm-hmm. anger. Um, so work on it. Mm, definitely. Yeah, it's worth working on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to skim this. Don't interrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, <laughs> That's my pet peeve. Please don't interrupt. <laughs> Refer back to our pet peeves episode. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also ban phrases such as you always, oh, you never. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good good idea. Mm-hmm. And your body language should mm. show that you're listening. Yeah. Don't be, you know, looking at yeah, your Yeah, put your phone down. Yes, looking at your, uh, not watch, but what do, what do they wear now? It's like the phone on the wrist. Yeah, I forget what they call what it. Call that. We're so it's out of touch. It's a smart watch. Smart watch? I guess. Okay. Because it is smart mm. and it is a watch. <laughs> It says don't doodle. <laughs> I think I'll draw myself a little cartoon guy. <laughs> that would be, I would be so mad. <laughs> what? I was making Charlie Brown. I love that. Oh, that's so great. I'm sure that that's how Kenny hears me a lot. <laughs> Okay, okay. Wait, I have to say something about communication. Mm -hmm. So now that we've been married 32 years, you know, in a row, the whole thing, Mm -hmm. we laugh more at each other and our communication, like, stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just funny to us, you know. That's good. Well, okay, I don't know if it's because we're older now. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't matter. And we're like, who cares? Ha, 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 mm-hmm. So funny. We're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to leave me now, are you? Take half your pension. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's because we're older and more mature or because now we're empty nesters and we don't have the stress of the kids around. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it's great that we're at this stage in our marriage where things that 20 years ago might have gotten really aggravating for either one of us or both of us yeah now it's just hilarious yeah it's so funny it's laughable mm-hmm. yeah that's good 
Yeah, so hang in there, kids. Yeah. If you've only been married 15 years, just g- give it time. Mm-hmm. 15 years ain't nothing. That actually reminds me. Yeah. I was watching some little YouTube clips of old couples that oh, have been yeah, married yeah, together yeah. 58 years, 60 years. And Love they were, it. Yeah, they were so cute. And they, you know, actually, on some of them, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm surprised that they are still married. <laughs> you know, just a little yeah. spunkiness that they had. Yeah. But, um. But then it, in the end, they said, well, this is why this, you know, they gave little uh, tips, which this is what we're doing now. Right. Okay. Yep. Keep going. All right. Next relationship problem, sex. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't tell me we were going to talk about that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, you're you're married, so yeah. you know that there's, there's that. So uh, it says here, plan, plan, plan. Mm, I don't know. But <laughs> what do they mean by that, Catherine? basically they are like you know if you need an afternoon nap or a before work quickie then you know schedule it in or you know schedule in your time for that yeah you know if you have kids ask friends to take them although if you're scheduling it and you're like hey friends can you take my kids (laughs) it's tuesday (laughs) we we only need 15 minutes <laughs> or an hour. What I mean, none of your friends know, you know, but whatever. So that's part of that's Okay, part but the bottom line, what what that what that is getting at, yeah, is that that's a big part of marriage. It is. And right. it's important. It is. And it's hard to talk about. It's even hard for us to talk about, you know without being silly. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm like kind of avoiding the whole word, even just talking to you. You know what I mean? Just going it. <laughs> However, yeah, it's important, yeah, and it's worthy of our attention, mm-hmm. and it is worthy of a schedule if one of the two mm-hmm. is not feeling like they're satisfied, mm-hmm. and right, and it's there's nothing wrong with communicating that right. in a loving way and working at it. Yeah, exactly. You know what else? It kind of it notes here that when sex is on the calendar, it increases your anticipation. Oh, so well, you're trying think to think about that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, learn what truly turns you and your partner on by each of you coming up with a personal sexy list. So what? keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Come on. This is important. We're going to yes. talk about it. We're not okay. going to laugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel like. We're going to be grownups. I feel like I'm in fifth grade PE getting the talk. Uh, yeah. And lastly, if your problems can't be resolved, you need get just get counseling. Yes. Like sex therapist. Yes. All right. They're Let's out move there. on. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay, Dr. Ruth. Oh yeah. You remember her? Oh yeah. She was like this tall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember thinking. Oh, let's not talk yeah, about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Relationship problem? Money. Money. That's money. Yeah, that's a big one. Those problems can happen before you even exchange your wedding vows, you know? Yeah, and I think all through every season of our life you can have money issues. Whether you have money or you don't have money, you can disagree on how it's brought in, on how it's spent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Be honest about your current financial situation. Um, if you if things have gone south there, just continuing to do the same you know thing, the same lifestyle, it's unrealistic. You need to realize that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, don't approach the subject in the heat of battle. It almost seems 
common sense, but we need these reminders. Yeah, reminders are good. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge that one partner may, may be a saver and the other one is a spender. Usually the case. Mm-hmm. And there's there's benefits to that, actually. Right, because mm-hmm. if you were both spenders, mm, well, yeah. <laughs> or both savers, you wouldn't have no life. Yeah. But you can agree to learn from each other. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's, um, when the scale is tipped too far one way or the other. Yeah. I think it's unhealthy. It yeah. doesn't say that here, but. Yeah. yeah. One thing, this might be on your list. I'm not sure because mm-hmm. I haven't looked at your list. Uh, but I know from experience, my husband and I grew up in different households. Thank God. We're mm-hmm. not brother and sister. <laughs> Kissing cousins. That'd be weird. Kissing cousins. Right. Yeah. We grew up in different households and there were different attitudes surrounding money in each household. Yeah. That yeah. means when you come together as a couple, you bring with you, that's what they call baggage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You bring with you your perspective about money. That's so true. Based on how you were raised. So if you were raised by somebody who was very fearful about money, not mm-hmm. having enough money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or if you were raised by somebody who just spent all the money, the money came in, the money went out. Nobody cares, mm-hmm. you know. And then you bring those two people together and now they're supposed to make one. Mm-hmm. There's some bumping. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, acknowledge it. Ron and I have done this and you learn from it and you find your balance. Yeah. That's, yeah. See? Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Because you've been married a while. And don't give up. That's right. You know, I, I hate it. I hate to hear the statistics of divorce, you know, yeah. and that couples give throw in the towel because they feel like they have irreconcilable differences. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know everybody's life. But I'm... I'm hopeful that couples will work through whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how big the problem is or how small it is, that mm-hmm. they'll work through it and come out the other side and get to experience a long term, long life commitment. Yeah. You know, that being said, we're we're not covering things like with abuse. And no. We're not covering that. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, God doesn't want you to be in an abusive relationship. Yeah. And we're also not talking about substance abuse either right. in your relationship. Right. We're not even going to go there. That's way beyond yeah. what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> don't hide your debt and don't hide your income. Uh, don't blame. That's not going to work. No. When you're trying to work out your <laughs> um, money situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, do create a budget that includes savings. This says decide which person will be responsible for paying the monthly bills. Now, I've that, that's this particular website. I've seen all kinds of financial advice from for couples and a lot of times most of the time it says do it together. So, yeah, and um I know that you know, we're in our case, we're guilty of Ron does the bills and I don't have anything to do with it. We tried it the other way and it was a disaster. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying it went really south, mm-hmm. uh, like off the rails. Now, I get it that what what I should be doing is working with him so that at least I know where mm-hmm. things are and what's going on and yeah. how to do it. If, if, God forbid, anything were to happen to him, mm-hmm. I could jump in. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, tr- try. Yeah, well, but you know, you on the other hand, you completely uh, trust Ron, and you have a big part in. Well, I don't know if you do or not. I have nothing. Okay. No. Right. Yeah. No. Of course, I trust him. Yeah. You know. Right. Sponsor. <laughs> 
Muffin. Uh, yeah. But it's just that if you don't know what you don't know, then like if something happens to the other person, if there's only one person doing it, mm-hmm. eventually Ron and I are going to die. Mm-hmm. One of us is going to go first. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's him, then I got to I gotta figure out how to open up the computer and get into the thing. And I don't know any of that. One thing that stuck with me when Kenny and I were first married and we lived in Orland Park, across the way from us was a widow uh named marie she was so sweet and she was um you know at the time she seemed really old to me but just past retirement age and her husband took care of all the bills and they were um, actually moving from illinois and they were heading up to wisconsin to retire Mm. and uh, he was killed on the way and she uh, was so lost she she I remember one time uh, she was over and she was just crying saying she didn't even know how to write a check yeah she didn't know anything about their bills and in her case her older sons they they came and helped yeah. but she she had told me though that it she hated to rely on them and why I'm bringing this up is exactly what you were just saying is that she she needed to know yeah, and she was we all regretful. Do. Yeah, we yeah. all do. It stuck with me. All obviously. right. Well, okay. I'm gonna write that down. Okay. Things to do. Mm. <laughs> Look at the bills. Yeah. You know, and lastly on the money thing, mm-hmm. talk about caring for your parents as they age and how to appropri- appropriately plan their financial needs if needed. I think that's so huge because, um, you know, we're at that stage of life right, right now. So. Uh, keep that. Okay, next problem that happens a lot in marriages, struggles over home chores. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one, yeah, that's a, that can be a deal breaker for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I know lots of people that have argued about cleanliness. I would and- say that's probably something that every single marriage has had to deal with is who does what mm-hmm. and how do or they do it. Or who ignores what. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what does the expert say? All right, problem-solving strategies. Be organized and clear about your respective jobs in the home. Write all the jobs down and agree who does what. That's a good idea. I think it is. I kind of wish we had done that back in the day. Yeah. But we started our big family right away, Mm -hmm. and we were overwhelmed. I was. And then, you know. Well, all the more reason to have those lists, though. Yeah. Would have been good. Yeah. Oh, well. But I know some, I know some guys that do not like to have, uh, like, a honey-do list. Oh, yeah. But I think if it's on both ends, that, you know, like, she gets a list, too, perhaps that'll uh, work itself out. Can I I tell you something? Mm -hmm. So my son, Joel, Mm -hmm. he's engaged. Yes. To be married. Mm-hmm. And Val, mm-hmm. his fiance, fiance, is my future daughter-in-law. And yeah. I love, first of all, I love her. Mm-hmm. I love you, Val, mm-hmm. if you're listening. <laughs> and is. Joel. Hi, I Val. love you both. <laughs> I, I love having, obviously, she's female, you know, uh-huh. and I love having another female, having lived yeah. in this testosterone mm-hmm. forever. Right. I called Joel the other day and I said, what you doing? And he goes, I'm cooking. I know. What? And then I was like, what? Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, he said, I'm cooking. Oh, and he goes, it's so my cool. day to cook. Wow. I know. I was like, that's Isn't so it great. Isn't so fun to think of your son like that? Yeah. Because you don't know him that way. I know. And he's your son. Right. And I am just, and I said to him, 
Um, I said, I'm so glad to hear that you're cooking. That's so great. Mm -hmm. It's making pork chops. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then I sent him my recipe that I that I made this week, that chicken and capers oh, yeah. cream sauce mm-hmm. recipe. That recipe is so good. That is good. Yeah. And I had just made it. And I, I so I sent it to him and I said, the next time it's your turn to cook, make this. Yeah. Wow her. Yeah. He's going to wow that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She'll be like, oh, I picked a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, also, if you don't like housework. Uh, you can hire somebody, perhaps work it out. Yeah. If it's in the budget and you both don't like housework, do something like that. There's a lot of things you can do, you know, regarding the housework. Especially thing. if it saves you from getting into a real tussle with your mate about it. Mm-hmm. Fix it. Yeah. Just be open to solutions. Right. Like whatever's not working. Right. Then Find try those. Way. We, re- I mean, obviously not everybody can afford to have um, a house keeper or whatever but it's just another idea yeah if you're really battling it out with the housework right okay uh another problem not making your relationship a priority and uh, boy i was i was very surprised i forgot that one of the um preachers that i like to listen to i highly regard uh i was surprised that he's divorced And Hmm. yeah, he had put so much into ministry. That didn't work out. mm -hmm. You know, when you said the word priority, I was thinking, isn't that what really is in the end? The death of every marriage is not giving it. A marriage is a living, breathing thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's not nurtured, it's going to die. Yeah. You have to nurture it. You do. Do the things like, so you're married, what did you say, 32 years? That's right. I'm, I'm married to Kenny for 29 years. And it's a good idea to do the things that you were doing when you were dating. Yeah. Show each other appreciation. Compliment each other. Yeah. You know, things like that. Show interest. Yeah. All those things. The other day, I wasn't going anywhere, but I got dressed and I did my hair and I put on some makeup and, and Ron's like, where are you going? I'm like, in the living room. <laughs> I did this for you. <laughs> Didn't you notice how great I look? What's wrong with you? You know, I do often think so. As soon as I get home, yeah, wherever I have been, even sometimes in between uh, coming home and then going out again, I put on my comfy clothes, which is not attractive <laughs> at all. And I think, well, oh. he loves me. I mean, <laughs> I need to be comfortable and all that. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Always remember to respect one another and say thank you. Yeah. It's not that, you know, yeah. it's really not that hard. Actually, sometimes it is. Because sometimes you don't want to say thank you when you're Respect is huge. Men, men especially love to be respect. Mm-hmm. Um, Did. Yeah. Yeah. Respect is a very big thing in all relationships. I guess, I mean, women like to be respected uh, yeah, too. Right. However, I do believe that there's some study out there somewhere. There's a book called Love and Respect by there, oh, yeah. Emerson or Emerson, something like um, that. Mm-hmm. And he's like a PhD Dr. or doctor, blah, blah, blah. Whatever know. it is, you can yeah. Google it, look it up, Love and Respect. Yeah. And it's all about that whole thing. Right. Of marriage. You know, I remember going to the Hearts at Home. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And taking one of the workshops there that was something about zero to hero. Oh, yeah. And I was, you know, it was a long time ago now. But I I just thought, whoa, that's so true. So what the concept was is that your husband 
because this was directed more to the wives. Yeah. Your husband wants to be the hero. And you need to make him feel like if he feels zero, you need to make him feel like the hero. Yeah. And it, t- it talked about the the love and respect thing. Yeah. And that the 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 wife wants to feel affirmed. And when they're not meeting that in your relationship, it just goes in a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he doesn't feel respected. He doesn't feel the man, uh, the husband that he was wanting to be to the wife. Right. And, and anyway, it just goes in a, a vicious cycle when, and then when she doesn't feel. Yeah. Affirmed. And please hear us friends listening. We're not saying that women don't like to have these things. You know what I oh, mean? Right. Yeah. I'm, there's so much talk today about the gender, this, the gender, that. All we're saying is that there's many resources out there mm-hmm. that can help. That's right. And bring a blessing to your marriage. Mm-hmm. So check them out mm-hmm. and read them and get For the sure. Help. And yeah. I, we haven't talked about it at length, but I will put this little plug in for counseling. If yeah. you're struggling, we, we talked about if you're struggling with sex, you can go to a sex therapist. If you're struggling with finances, you can go to a counselor to deal with that, any kind of a struggle. Yeah, today there are counselors for every Or just every in issue. general, if you don't even know what the problem is, don't give up. Exactly. Go to the counselor if you both are willing to work at it, or even if only one of you is willing to work on it, you can work on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't fix anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, what else we got? All right. Relationship problem, conflict. It's a part of life. We all have it. Yeah. So it's funny that conflict is even on here because this is what we're, we're talking about and, you know, the different conflicts. But conflict itself. One of the things that it says here is realize you're not a victim. Whatever happened, whatever your circumstances or yeah. the situation, it's your choice whether you react and how you react. Be honest with yourself. When you're in the midst of an argument, are your comments geared toward resolving the conflict or are you looking for payback? Like, are you reloading is what I always like to think about. If your comments are blaming and hurtful, it's best to take a deep breath and change your strategy. You know, as I'm listening to you share these strategies and ideas, I'm thinking again that perhaps, I'm no expert, but perhaps our conflict resolution style does come also from our childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, we are raised mm-hmm. in that environment where we see conflict. We Obviously, we mm-hmm. all see conflict mm-hmm. when we're kids. How you resolve it, you know, you, you learn one way, whatever, that you grow up with, and then you get to be an adult and you have your spouse. And so you, you we're all coming at it from all different perspectives. Right. I I think that a healthy thing to do is learn how to fight. Uh, learn how to fight okay. your spouse. Learn how to fight because mm-hmm. you're not going to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. Learn, discover how to, and what I mean by that is discover a healthy way to resolve conflict. Learn how to fight. Learn how to get through it. That doesn't mean, you know, yeah. like kickboxing. I, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> learn how to have a healthy way to get through and past whatever mm-hmm. the conflict is. And, and then once you do that, you're going to, then the next conflict that comes along, you can tackle that one. Yeah. Whatever you're doing that's not working, change it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give a little, get a lot. Apologize when you're wrong. Yeah. That could be so difficult. It is hard. It to is say very I'm sorry. hard. Mm-hmm. That made me think of that song. Oh, gosh. Who's it by? It's hard for me to say. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, you know the worst word that you can say after I'm sorry? 
No, but. Oh, right. Of course. I was trying to think. Don't, yeah. don't say that. I'm oh, sorry, but. Just yeah. say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. One thing that can really. Yeah. Don't say this either. I'm sorry that you feel this oh! way. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry uh, that. Actually, I'm sorry that you. Yeah. Anytime it start, it leads with, I'm sorry that yeah. you. That yeah. puts it back on. No. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. Oh, trust. Oh, this is a big one. Trust is a key part of relationship. We all know that. Mm-hmm. That's huge. All of these things are. They but are. But the communication, the sex, and trust are, are well, I guess money. They, they kind of really. all go hand in hand. But if you break trust, you have to rebuild it. And it's not always rebuildable, mm-hmm. especially if you break it big time. So obviously, if you step out on the marriage and you go and have an affair, mm-hmm. that could be a deal breaker. That could kill the relationship. Or if you're just, you know, irresponsible with money and then you're lying about it to your spouse, lying is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to build trust if there's lying involved. That's right. Mm-hmm. Those things are important to get a handle on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I said, we're just we're just skimming this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not going to solve everybody's problems. There's no <laughs> right. Yeah, because you know we can't get that deep. No, no. Uh, All right, we're moving on. Yeah. So the trust thing: just be consistent, be on time, do what you say you will do. Don't lie, as we just said. Uh, be fair, even in an argument. Be sensitive to the other's feelings. You could still disagree. Just don't discount mm. how your partner is feeling. Call when you say you will. Uh, and it goes on. <sighs> oh, so oh here's work. a big one. Don't dig up old wounds. Oh, guilty. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't be um, jealous. it sounds like marriage is exhausting, and sometimes maybe it is. However, yes. it's worth it. That's right. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Great. I like being married. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that was now, good. We, we're going to brush on staying power. Staying. Yeah. So but those were. brush on it because that I know. was great. I know. So those were just conflict resolution, but this is staying power. And how, th- how are we going to stay is, with it? This, okay. You tell me. I think these are great. Stop trying to change your spouse. Just yeah, don't. Because you can't do it anyway. That's right. Don't even try. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, you know. Here's something that mm. when I thought about this, I thought, you know, I think that is, this is the key. This is the big difference. Keep divorce off the table. Yeah. If you, if you don't even think that that's an option. Right. Then you're gonna, you're it in through. it to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Committed. That's right. Uh, seek out supportive people who will fight for your marriage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've got something going on, you want to surround yourself with good, supportive people, like it just said, that are going to, um, you know, maybe pray for you mm-hmm. or really champion you and mm-hmm. your spouse on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lean on the power of faith. That's that's huge. And uh, keep holding on to each other, especially for your children, if you if you have children. And again, that kind of goes with keep divorce off the table. Mm-hmm. But it's it's listed here as different because it's more of when you're going through like the problems and struggles. If you just um, it, it doesn't mean physically hold on to each other. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, <clears throat> you know, I I think that it also is just decide. To stay married. It's a decision. Yeah. Yeah. 
When Ron and I were married for 10 years, we went out to dinner mm-hmm. and our waitress mm-hmm. asked us if we had a whatever celebration. We said, yeah, we're celebrating our anniversary. And she said, well, how long have you been married? She was a young girl. Mm-hmm. And I mean, young woman. Mm-hmm. And we said 10 years. And she goes, oh, how did you do that? Wow. Yeah. That was only 10 years. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. We just decided to stay married. It's funny when I hear people now say that they've been married 10 years. Yeah. You know, sometimes even 15. I'm like, oh, that's nothing. It is nothing. Uh It is, but it's not. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. We know this because we're in our 50s. Life goes fast. It does. You spend the first 20 years of your marriage just figuring you out. That's so true. If you get married in your 20s like we did, Mm -hmm. you're just figuring out who you are as a Mm grown-up, let alone the other person. Yeah, and you're changing all the time. Yes. You're maturing. Yes. And hopefully at the same rate, you know. And even if you're not maturing at the same rate, hang in there, you know, so that you can catch up to one another. And hopefully by the time you've been together 20 years or 25 years or whatever, then you get to enjoy the benefits of, you know, the empty nest and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not discounting the fact that, like we said earlier, that there are some times when you just can't avoid it, whatever. Things mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. But I am saying stick with it, mm-hmm. have hope, mm-hmm. work on it. Right. Nurture it. If if your biggest problems are the struggles that we just talked about, and right. again, minus abuse and minus right. the substance abuse. Yeah. So... And lastly, know that choosing to stay and fight for your marriage is worth it, like we just said. It is worth it. Mm -hmm. It is worth it. Big payoffs. Right. Because two are better than one. Literally. That's exactly right. You know, when you're 70, when you're 80, when you're 90, don't you want to have somebody there with you? I mean, God God willing that we're alive, Mm -hmm. I hope, you know, that I have my partner with me. Well, yeah, not just someone because you could... You know, one could argue that, oh, well, I'll, you know, I've got this option or I can get. But the when you have history. Right. And you have roots together. Right. There's something so much more, honestly, it, meaningful. Right. And, and valuable. Not to mention like DNA. In, like, yeah. You've got children and grandchildren and uh, great-grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Got, yeah. All right. Awesome. Food for thought. Food for thought. Okay. You may think your spouse is not lovable, but neither are you. Sometimes. <laughs> At times. Right. We're all broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have needed to be forgiven as well. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgive because forgiveness is a two-way street. That's right. Um, I said this earlier. Don't reload. You know, when you're in a, a, a heated argument. Yeah. Try to not to reload oh i gotta share my little tip for that okay when someone confronts you mm-hmm. with any kind of anything uh-oh smile yeah and not sar- not sarcastically okay first of all when someone confronts you they usually don't make an appointment to do so like <laughs> you know so it kind of comes at you from surprise yes right it does like You're a surprise like blindsided attack. so here's something i learned in some sort of a networking thing that i did in business a long time ago and it has come in handy Okay. When someone confronts you, here's what you're going to do. Smile mm-hmm. and say, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. And then don't say anything else. That's it. Yeah. Smile mm-hmm. and say, thank you for sharing. Yeah. And that way, 
you're still free to have whatever response you want to have later, you know, but in the moment you get to absorb then because usually when someone confronts you, there is some truth there. There's something. Yeah. And also, I think that you're kind of disarming right. the person as well. Right. So, and it kind of diffuses the situation. So, right. there's a lot of power in that. There is a lot of power in it. And you, nobody wants to react. You would like to respond. Exactly. There's a big difference between react and respond. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just, if you need to, <laughs> rewind this and listen to that again. Yeah. <laughs> remember how hard it is to change yourself and then think of how hard it is to change your spouse right it's impossible to change your spouse so you might as well just stop yes trying Mm -hmm. and lastly if we all lived by the fruits of the spirit oh yes from galatians 5 22 uh through 23 right which is you know love joy peace forbearance which is also patience kindness goodness uh faithfulness and gentleness and self-control right yeah Yeah. if we lived by that yeah truly lived by that boy we would all be in good shape right it's really hard but it we're, we're instructed to do so it's something to strive for that's for sure yeah I have uh, just a little quote here that I found that I thought, oh, gosh, I love this. A happy marriage is the union of two good forgivers. That's true. <laughs> People That's are true. just constantly We're forgiving, forgiving each yeah, other. And lots of grace back and forth. Yeah. And 100% commitment. I've heard that before, like when people say marriage is 50-50. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. 100, 100 100 Right. Yes. You give 100% of yourself to that person. That's right. They give you 100% in your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly right. I just have to say that quote was by Robert Quillian. Nice. Quillen. Yeah. Good, good, Robert. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Anything? That's it. Well, that was good, Catherine. I hope our listeners glean something from that. We have a little scripture to share, too. Mm-hmm. So at the end of every podcast, we're giving a little bit of inspiration. And today, our inspiration comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Um, This is the King James Version. This is interesting. Have kindly affection for one another with brotherly love, honor, preferring one another. That's good. It also, for the NIV, which is the New International Version, Mm -hmm. it says devote yourself to one another. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, at the end there, it says honor, preferring one another. Mm-hmm. It's like put the other person's needs above your above own. Above your own. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And when we're doing that as a couple, when I put Ron's needs above my own and he puts my needs above his own, mm-hmm. when you're both working at it like that, you're going to experience the best kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. It's going to be strong. It's going to be filled with joy, mm-hmm. trust, faith. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. All right. Stronger. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Call to action? Well, the call to action is to try in the best way that you can to live out those fruits of the spirit. Right. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Live those things out to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. And maybe even write that verse, that little passage down from Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Write it down on a card. Put it up on wherever you see it every day. Your mirror. And pray for your spouse, pray for yourself, you know, that we can all be guided by the Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be better off. Yes, indeed. All right. Okay. Next 
time. Oh, yes. Next time we're going to do kitchen hacks. Yay. That's a lighter subject. Yeah. (laughs) I thought I really struggled with this one. I thought, oh, gosh, I don't have it together. Well, I don't know. Just think about it. There's books and books and libraries full of books on marriage. Yeah. But not that many on kitchen hacks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that'll be us next time. You've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. We'll see you next time.